Welcome to the Father Son NBA Talk. I'm your host, Kimon. This is Jaden. All right, Jaden is our resident NBA and Laker expert. Jaden, how's your week been so far? Um, it's been fine. Just a whole week has been. All right, Jaden. By the way, for those of you who don't know, Jaden is a 12th grader graduating uh, high school later on this year getting ready to head on off to college so you got to finish up those classes Jaden, say something to the people in spanish with all this spanish you've been learning i can't do that no you can say at least one spanish word come on now let's go how do you say hi Hola. all right there you got it we were we um Jaden is doing some spanish for us next time we'll have him do the entire episode in spanish maybe maybe not all right Jaden, what else has been going on in your world doing spanish uh, since the last time we recorded, I think you picked up a new job. Tell the people you're working now, right? Yes, I do. I work at it's called Charlie's Philly Steaks. All right. How are you balancing school and work? Is it a lot doing that together? Um, not really. It's just tiring. Yeah. You work can, is tiring. Yeah. 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 All right. Standing Jay. up for like the whole day. Yeah. That, but this is a hardworking man right here. So. That's why we didn't release an episode in the last couple weeks because Jaden was finishing up some stuff for um, for school. You know, he is a student first before he is an NBA analyst. Uh, actually, which one would you say you are more? You spend more time on school or NBA stuff? NBA stuff. All right. So he's still an NBA analyst, but we didn't have time to record an episode. Anyway, here's our episode, and we promise we have another episode coming up soon after this one. This week, we're going to be talking a few things. Uh, I'll give you the first topic. The first topic is we're going to talk about the top uh, NBA duos in the league. What else are we talking about, Jay? The top five teams you are scared for. The, the top five teams the Lakers should be scared for in the playoffs. And give us the next, the last, the last topic. Um, the last topic is teams going nowhere. All right, teams. What does that mean, teams going nowhere? What's your definition of that? They're not like in a great position or a good position to get like a top like a lottery pick or like a high lottery pick or um in like building up to go to the finals or be a serious contender all right all right all right we're going to start off with our top duos in the nba here's what we're going to do we're going to go five to one but as we do five to one we're going to talk about their strengths what makes them really good Maybe some of your drawbacks. All right. So, Jane, you take it away. Who's your number five on your list of the top five NBA duos? Number five, I have Giannis and Chris Middleton. All right. Tell us what's their strengths and, and what's like what's holding them back from getting a little higher. Well, um, I mean, since you know, you know, Giannis can't he's not the best shooter, but that's not that's not as big as a deal as like, you know. I would say, like, in clutch time, you would crush, trust Middleton more, but I don't think Middleton is um, – he's not – they don't have a great option when it comes to, like, clutch time um, scoring to me. Okay. All right, well, my number five is actually going to be um, Jokic and Murray. Um, I put Jokic and Murray, even though Jamal Murray's injured, but, you know, with the way we're doing this is if everyone were healthy, right? Like, this is a regular season, everyone's healthy. And I just think they got that good inside-outside game. They play very well off of each other. Jokic is a great passer for a, I mean, just for any player, but especially for a big man. I think their drawback is just Jamal Murray. To me, is a little bit undersized, and so defensively, he's you know he's not shutting anyone down really. 
And then Jokic, I mean, pretty good defender, right? I think sometimes he's overlooked, but foot speed, he's a little bit slow on. So if you switch up, put like an AD out there as a center, it's kind of hard for him to cover him. So to me, that's their drawback. That's why I have the number five. Who you got number four, Jay? Hit us. My number four is Kawhi and Paul George. Ooh, that's good. That's good. Man, I actually might have forgot them on my list. All right, tell us, tell us what's so good about them and what's your drawback. Well, they are three-level scorers. Yeah. They can score at like anywhere on the court, basically. Um, they're also very well, very good defenders. They have a reputation around the league for being great defenders and stuff. Can get into the passing lanes and everything. Um, Kawhi's clutch, mm-hmm. or Kawhi's known for being good in the playoffs. Okay. Paul George is not. Yo, recently, Jayden, since like you know four you're years, you're gonna have to put some respect on Paul George's name. This this Paul George hate has to stop at some point, Jane. This man has been I don't hate him this year. He has been he has been playing very well this year. I don't think he's not clutch this year. You think so? You think he's been playing very well? You don't think he's been playing well this year? You think he's better than last year? I think he is. He's on the Paul George revenge tour right now. No, he's not. <laughs> yes, he is. All right, all right. So you think? What's their drawback? Are you saying they're not as clutch? Is that what's what's the weakness they have? Um, I would say yeah, the Paul George is the weaker link. Okay, all right, all right. So I'm gonna go with number four being um, wow, kind of messed up my list, but I just snuck him in there at number three. So I'm gonna go with number four being Giannis and Middleton for some of the same reasons that you mentioned. I think um, Giannis is just a force of nature, man. That dude. Um, plays great defense. So does Middleton. I think Middleton is an underrated defender. I think Giannis has done much better now when he gets into the paint to know where his options are so he's not as out of control. So I think he's improving in that area. I think the reason why they are number four, at least on my list, is because of their playoff. Like They've gotten into the playoffs, number one seed, and flamed out. So they got to show me a little bit more in the playoffs. That's what what I'm waiting on to make them get up a little higher. All right, hit us number three, Jaden. My number three is they're the from the Sixers. Okay, uh, Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. All right, what's so good about Embiid and Simmons, and what's their drawback? Well, um, we'll start with Simmons. He is an elite defender. Probably he's probably the best defender in the NBA right now. Playing as the best defender in the NBA right now. Um, he is also a very good finisher. Uh, elite playmaker. And yeah, great transition player, all that stuff. But you know, he he's he can't shoot, not even a mid range. So he sometimes you know has to be in like the dunker spot or whatever. Um, which means they can't really go all five out and clear like the the paint for Embiid that much. They've done it this year well, but um, Embiid, you know. He's not always healthy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I should knock him for that for the top five, but and what else? I don't. I don't really have that much on MB negatively. So, but as a as a duo, I think one of the drawbacks to me, at least for them, and that's why I kind of dropped them out of my top five. Even though I probably would have put them above Jokic and Murray if I remembered um, PG and Kawhi. But I think what what's the knock for me is they don't play that well off of each other. At least I don't see it. I feel like they play best without each other. And that's why I kind of dropped them off a little bit. That's that's a good point. 
Yeah. All right. So my number, what was that? Number three. My number three was Giannis. No, my number three, sorry, is PG and Kawhi. I think um, great perimeter defenders. Both of them can play, you know, they can shoot, they can drive, they can, they can, you know, they, they, they're just good at, they're just overall all around good players. To me, the only problem with them is they play the same position. So it's almost like you're duplicating um, people. And I know Pippen and, Pippen and Jordan, you can probably say, okay, they played the same position. But Pippen was a much better, I think, natural ball handler than either of those two guys. Uh, I think Kawhi handles well, but that's not something he wants to do. And I think what hurts them in the playoffs is sometimes because of how they're trying to match up, one of them has to guard a bigger player sometimes or a much smaller player, and that's kind of putting them usually, at a disadvantage. Usually Paul George. Yeah. So Like a Luka or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's. I think that's one of the drawbacks for me with um, – that's their weakness for PG and Kawhi. All right, number two, who you got, Jay? Oh, yeah, like a Luka or a Jamal Murray. Yeah. My number two is Kevin Durant and James Harden. All right. Talk to us about your strength. Talk to us about your weakness. I'm going to slip a question in here um, that I, I didn't even tell you about. But why not Kyrie, right? Like, why is it um, KD and Harden? So what's what's their strength? What's their weakness? And why do you leave my man? You Sorry, your guy, Kyrie Irvin, off of that. Um, Like... Kawhi and PG, they are three-level scores, but, you know, just a knock above them. Okay. They're like a, a notch above them, a le- another level above them of, in terms of scoring. KD is the best scorer in the NBA. Um, Like, when he gets going, it's like he – He's so tall and stuff. Yeah. It's hard to contest his shot that well. He, you know, if, he's, if he gets going, he's not bothered by you. You're unless like it's Giannis or AD or some somebody that can like keep up with him and that can has that the same type of length as him. They they're like they're they're the only ones that can um I like you would trust to match up very well with him. Dude, I was watching this dude play last week and he was taking mid range jumpers. Kevin Durant, those things were looking like layups, man. It was like so easy. He is so long. Um, he's, I mean, you, uh, you said it, he's the best scorer in the NBA mm-hmm. and you didn't even talk about James Harden yet. Think of it. That's crazy. Like he might be the second best scorer in the NBA. Is, would you say Curry is or no? No, I think, I think James Harden. Okay. That's a good, that's a good point. Um, yeah, James Harden, he's very, he's, what's the name? His like first step is very quick. Mm-hmm. So once he like gets you in that trance of like he's dribbling in between his legs, yeah, he might make like a um, a quick crossover. That's how he like um, that's how he always gets defenders like get like you know like when he tries to do the step back, mm-hmm. he always makes them like maybe take a step back or so because he's he's a, um, that first step is so quick. But yeah, and you know he's a good finisher, a great passer now, mm-hmm. and he. He's like, he gets the Nets offense going very well. He's like, yeah, but the, he's the point guard now, so he he makes their offense uh, like unstoppable. What's your weakness though? The the duo. You could say defense. Okay. I guess that would be the easiest. Yeah, that's thing. probably like you just you just gonna pull the easy stuff stuff out of there. But I think Kevin Durant's a great defender. Um, I wouldn't say great. What would you say? 
he is a above average defender. Okay. All right. All right. And okay, so are you saying James Harden is a bad defender? What are you saying? No, he's he's about average now. On the defensive end. Okay. Or maybe a little bit above that since the Nets. Cuz the Nets, I feel like the Nets, you know, they got a bad reputation in the beginning of the year for the bad defense, but they've definitely turned that around. Okay. All right, I'm going to slip this in. Why not Kyrie? Why is Kyrie not up there? I mean, James is just better. James is more efficient, I guess. James doesn't have as much like cold nights as Kyrie may have. Or, yeah, he's just more consistent. Okay. I would say more of a, like, you worry about him more than Kyrie if you're a, def- a defense. Yeah, now this is hard. I think just like to, to, to do my list. This, you can really make an argument for them being number one, right? KD and Harden, they're my number two as well. You can really make an argument for these two guys being number one. And I think, honestly, probably give them a season. They will be number one, especially, you know, getting some chemistry, um, a, a regular season without as much compressed games. KD getting another year off of that Achilles. And by the way, this dude is playing his first year after an Achilles injury and just straight killing. Come on, man. Like, let's just give... Let's just give KD his props. The yeah. dude is the dude is a beast on this, right? Yeah. So yeah. Um, so I think they're number number two, and I'm trying to think weaknesses. I don't like. It's hard for me to find a weakness for KD and Harden. The only thing I would say is health, right? Like, okay, let's just call it health, and and that's probably weak to kind of pull that on them. Um, continuity, being able to play off each other, but I think Kevin Durant has now the amazing ability to play off of anyone right now. All right, Jaden, let's get number one. <clears throat> okay, Jaden, uh, I don't think anyone <laughs> knows who you're going to say is number one. Who's number one? Surprise, surprise, LeBron and AD. Oh, wow. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. How did you come up with that? You know, it's just a hot take, but <laughs> I think LeBron and AD are the best duo in the league. Why? They, you got to give me a why. Isn't like, I don't want no strengths. I just don't know why. Like, you have all these other duos, right? And we didn't even talk about uh, Tatum and Brown. We didn't talk they, about. They're not up there yet. We didn't talk about like who would you say? I, we there's some teams like um, Booker and uh, Paul, but we just talked about AD and um, KD and Harden. Why LeBron AD top duo? Well, I mean, their pick and roll. They have the best pick and roll in the league. I wish we used it more. We if we we need to play AD at the five and do that pick and roll, but we'll probably do that in playoffs more. But you know LeBron is the best player in the league. He's the best passer. AD is the best um, lob catcher. Also, AD can create for himself very well. Um, he's like a seven foot. I don't know. He's seven foot center with handles. Okay. So it's hard to guard him. LeBron is a very trained. So I don't know. AD just. They just play very well together on both ends. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, defensively, I think LeBron has really stepped up his defense, you know, coming back off of this injury. I hope he's able to maintain that same defensive intensity. But I think one of the um, the only knock on that, right, like the only knock on this duo is shooting. Like LeBron can go hot and cold, and he was killing it, killing it earlier this year. But now um, we'll see how his shooting is as he's coming off an injury, and so is AD. We need to see how their shooting um, does after they're back. All right, those are our top five NBA duos. If you have a disagreement on our take or you have a different top five NBA duos, 
go ahead and hit Jaden up on his Twitter. Go ahead, Jaden. Drop the Twitter handle again. Um, it's at Goated Lake Show. G-O-A-T-E-D Lake Show. All right. And I'll go ahead and put that in the show notes so you can have that easy. All right. So we're going to talk about, let's talk about teams going nowhere. I want to, I want to leave that second category for last. Teams going nowhere. All right, Jaden, hit us with your, uh, give me one team going nowhere. I have the Pacers going nowhere. You always like hate on my Pacers, man. All right. Why, why, why you say that? Well, I mean, they have, so they have DeMontis Sabonis. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure they have a big contract to him. I think. Mm-hmm. And then Miles Turner, I'm pretty sure they have a big contract tied to him too. I think he's going to be like a free agent soon or something like that. Yeah, he may, he may have one more year on his deal. Check that out. Why, why are you talking? Um, Malcolm Brogdon, like they're, they have a, they have a good team, but they have nobody special. So, Sabonis so is an all-star player, but they don't, like, I don't know. They're not, nothing, they don't have, um, a star you would fear yet. Um, hey, hey, Karis Levert now. Don't put some respect on a man's name. I mean, he does have a bright future. But I don't think he's going to be like a top 30 player or something. Okay. That's fair. Um, I don't know what else. Like, their team, they have a good team. They've been fighting for like the seven, six, eight seed for like four years now. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, I'll go. My first one is uh, the T-Wolves. I think the Minnesota Timberwolves, even though they are, like, really low. I mean, think about this. They can lose their pick to the to the Warriors in that trade for um, um, D'Angelo Russell. And I think because of that, I'm going to put them here. I look at the Timberwolves, and I say to myself, you really, you know, traded all of that to get D'Angelo Russell? D'Angelo Russell, to me, is a an all-star in a down year. So they got him, and I, I just don't feel like that team is going. I think Anthony Edwards is athletic, but I don't see him being a game changer. And Carl Anthony Towns is just con- he's just confusing to me. The dude is so um, athletic, but he just doesn't seem to have the it factor to win. So that's why I say the T-Wolves are a team going nowhere. Yeah, I agree. All right, who's your number two? My number two is the Spurs. Yo, come on, blasphemy. Do you know that uh, Greg Popovich is still the coach and the president of the Spurs? You cannot put them on this list, Jaden. I do know that, but the team, I mean, I don't I don't think if, since Greg, um, Mr. what's Popovich the word? Mr. If, Popovich. As long as Popovich is the coach, I don't think they will tank. I don't think the Spurs. I don't. I don't think like they would want the tank because the Spurs were like known as a winning organization, so they always tried to win. Mm-hmm. But it's best that they, you know, try to tank. Oh wow! Because okay. DeRozan, he wants to be out of there. There, he's not gonna get them to like a great playoff spot. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I mean, I'm gonna go with my second one. now. You know, I'm I'm teasing you, but I actually think that's a pretty good take. Like the Spurs are kind of in no man's land, and um, unless they like get one of these other players that they draft and they hide overseas and then they bring back, one of them becomes a killer, like really good. They're kind of in for mediocrity for a while. 
Uh, but I'm going to add Chicago as my other like going nowhere team. I think Zach Levine, good scorer, right? Zach Levine, exciting player. And then Vucevic, or in the words of Kendrick Perkins, give it to us, Jaden. I don't know how you say it. Vucevic? Yeah. He is an all-star. I mean, these are two great players, two all-star players. But just for some reason, I don't think they play well together. Kobe White is there on that team. Um, I think, you know, the coach is decent, but I just see them as a, at best, 7-8 seed uh, going nowhere. So that's another team for me. That's going nowhere. All right. If you uh, have another team that you want to suggest going nowhere, at Jaden, at Golden Lake Show, let us know what you feel. All right. This is our last category. And this is definitely uh, this is definitely a biased category, right? Like, y'all know Jaden's a Laker fan. Um, so, well, I'm a Laker fan too, but Jaden is number one Laker fan. So I asked Jaden the other day, and so this is only Jaden answering this. What are who are you think who are you afraid of as a Laker fan as as the third in line in terms of running the Lakers? Is Rob Polenka? There is his assistant. Um, who's his assistant, Jaden? Rich Paul. And then after that, it's Jaden. So in third in line, who are you afraid of as it comes close to the playoffs? Uh, that you don't want the Lakers to see. So give me a five to one, Jaden. Number five, who do you not want your Lakers to see in the playoffs? The number five is the Phoenix Suns. Okay, give me the why not. I mean, to be honest, I'm not that scared of them, but I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put the Nuggets against ab- above them. Okay. The Suns are a very good team. They're the best team. They have the best record in the NBA right now. Um. Well, they took over. They took over from Utah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Devin Booker, you know, he finally has a winning team and Chris Paul, he's, um, still doing Chris Paul things. DeAndre Ayton has made a little bit of a leap. Mikel Bridges has, they have good role players around them, shooters and everything. And yeah, Devin Booker's clutch. Chris Paul's kind of clutch. So they have a foundation. I don't think Devin Booker is good enough yet to, you know, Strike fear in your heart. Yeah, All I'm right. not. I'm not that scared. By the way, who's going to defend? Who is who's checking Booker in the in the playoffs? For the Lakers, um, KCP first. Maybe probably West Matthews too. Okay. All right. I don't. I don't think Devin Booker is afraid of any of those two guys, but it's okay. All right. Who's number four for you, Jay? Number four is the Bucks. So you know Giannis, the best power forward in the NBA. Um, whoa, whoa. Above AD? Yes. Ooh. Guys, that was a hot take. You got Jaden to admit that somebody is a better power forward than AD. All right, make sure we remember that now. 23 minutes into this podcast, Jaden just admitted that Giannis is better than AD. All right? So the Bucks number four. Why? Because um, Giannis is better than AD. Okay, keep going. And they got Drew Holiday, so that's going to help them. Okay. He's another scorer they can get. Um, better than Drew Holiday, an upgrade for over Drew Holiday for sure. Bobby Portis is there now; he's doing good stuff off the bench. Okay, they have a shooter in Brian Forbes. He's probably gonna get attacked in playoff time because of his defense, and he's so small. But yeah, all right. Give us number three. Hit us number three, Jay. Number three is the Sixers. Okay. Why? Um, they have good defenders for both LeBron and AD. So, and Simmons and Embiid, 
Tobias Harris has been killing us. And he's having a great year. So, yeah. And then they have Seth Curry. So, shooters always... I feel like shooters always thrive against the Lakers. And... I think that's it. Am I forgetting anybody? No, I'm kind of curious, though. Who is going to defend against Tobias Harris? That's a really good... Like, that's a dilemma right there. It would start off as AD. It would be AD. Okay. If the AD goes to the five, probably Kuzma or LeBron. Oh, I could see Kuz. Kuz probably can do that. Yeah, okay. All right. All right, Jaden. Number two, number one. Who's number two? Number two is the Clippers. Still uh, the Clippers. Oh, ho. Oh, ho. <laughs> They're still uh, the biggest threat to us in the street West. Streetlights over... Spotlights. Spotlights. Huh? You, you, you're kind of getting scared now. I'm not scared that much. Okay, on a Only if we on play them, if we play them in the first round, then I have a little bit of fear. Why? Because we have not hit a groove yet. Okay. As a team, and LeBron just got back, AD just got back like five games ago, and we have new players. We're trying to integrate, you know, try to get them and up to the schemes and stuff. Basically, talking about drumming, but yeah. Wait. So, on a scale of one to ten, how afraid are you if the Lakers face the Clippers in the first round? About a four. Whoa, so you're not scared at all. Well, I mean, if I were to be like a, a six, that would mean that I would think they would beat us, right? Right, yeah. Yeah. So you still don't think they would beat you all, even if you played them in the first round? Yeah. Is oh. Ibaka still out for them? Yeah, I think he is, but, you know, he's one of those guys who I think he's going to be back for the playoffs. All right, give us number one, Jaden. The number one is... As of right now, I would say the best team in the NBA. Okay. The Brooklyn Nets. Oh wow. Like strong, their offense strong. their offense is ridiculous. Very ridiculous. But a weakness of theirs. Like if you have a good big, a great big, mm-hmm. that's gonna be a problem for them. You don't really trust DeAndre Jordan that much. Blake Griffin? No. <laughs> um Kevin Durant could play some def- um, power forward defense, though. He's he not going to guard AD. Yes, he can. No, he cannot. Yo, by the way. And, um, the, and I don't think they would want him to do that because of foul trouble. By the way, the, 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 well, it's going to be on our next episode, but we went to see the Lakers. Yo, AD has gotten big, man. I'm watching that dude. I few, saw him play a few years ago in Memphis when he played for the Pelicans. AD has put on some weight, especially in them shoulders, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't think KD wants uh, like to play that on the regular. So, okay. Oh, scale of one to ten. If you spa- if you face them in the playoffs, fear level, one to ten. It depends on how well we're playing, but so seven. The seven mean like I think the Nets will win. No, you know, it doesn't mean that. It just means like whoa. Just, okay, yeah, seven. I think the least a series of the Nets Lakers go is six. Wow. So you're expecting a, a seven game series. Yeah, if the Nets face the Lakers, that's going to be one of the top finals of the, like, in years. Yeah, I think, you know, of course people say the NBA has conspiracies and there are people they want to win. So they, I just think the NBA really wants to see this series. Two biggest Definitely. markets, uh, two biggest stars in the league, you know, Braun and, and, and uh Kate. The star power on both teams. Oh, my gosh. It's amazing, right? And then, like, it will probably be, like, because of the clutch players on both sides. Yeah. And it'll be down to the wire. Yeah. The shot making, the sh- the shooting. Yeah. All right, all right. I mean, like, it's interesting, right? Like, to see that series 
Hopefully everyone's healthy. That would be a good final. Great final, too. All right, everyone. Listen, thank you for coming to our episode of the Father-Son the Father, NBA Talk. Uh, James, say anything, any final words you want to say to the people before we, we check out? No, I do not. But Lakers and no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> go Lakers. All right. Go Lakers. All right. And uh, again, if you want to follow Jaden on the Twitter, on the Twitter, how do they do that, Jay? Just follow me at Go to Lake Show. All right. And uh, you get all sorts of Lakers stuff and some other crazy stuff you post on there. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. We out.